right, everybody, welcome to the Jeep Life Podcast. We're that Jeep Life where we celebrate everything about it and we do it. Um, it's unbelievable what we do. Um, I am Jeep and Terry, and I'm joined by Dr. Don over there. Yeah, I didn't come up with another name tonight. No, <laughs> I think just, you know, like, well, big nights like this when we're, when we're doing like breaks or something like that. You want then me to stick with Dr. Don? Dr. Don. Right. And then when we kind of slide off the rails, then, you know, we can do whatever. Uh, what was whatever mess comes to my head? Yeah, yeah. unapologetic. No, Don. it was Big Bond Don. It was Unremarkable Don. Unremarkable Don. Right, right. I think you're very remarkable. I appreciate that. I just uh, you're at least I one want the option. Remark. I just want the option to be unremarkable. <laughs> <laughs> I understand, um, man. It's it's good to be back in the studio. Um, it's been a hot minute. I think two weeks. Yeah, two weeks and a day since we recorded. Yep, yep. Last. Yep. Um, but lots because yeah, you left on. early for. Tennessee, I did. Right? I did. We we're supposed to record at night, and at like four, you're like, "I'm on the road, boys." <laughs> Sorry, <See dudes>. <laughs> <laughs> It was it was one of those things. I was actually trying to leave the day before, and then it got to the point where I was going to leave the day after. Right. And I got up. I it was fully loaded, which was odd for me to be packed and right. ready to go. And I was like, eh, "Shit, I'll just do the nine hour drive now." And just got in the Jeep and went. Yep, yep. And I originally was going to try to come back here and um, get some of the studio gear to take with me. Right. Um, but whatever came up and that wasn't able to happen. Yeah. Um, but you can see that there's two out of the three here tonight. Break It Billy is off breaking stuff. He's still, he's still out there. He's, he's at Win Rock. He's at Win Rock. Um, he's playing with the big boys. Yes, he is. Um, he's out there. He did the Warren ride yesterday. Um, he's doing flex rocks and rollover, um, guys right now. Um, he is, they, they've been all over the park. Yeah. And some of those trails look gnarly. Yeah. Gnarly. Yep. Yeah. Um, Wind Rock's a huge park. It's a great park. It's a good destination. Uh, I'd like for us to get down there and spend the That was my biggest thing for wanting to go to Smoky Mountain. I want to wheel yeah. Winrock. Yeah. I think maybe next year we, we might plan it so that we, well, you, you have a certain day that you have to leave. Yeah, Sunday. So. Mm, maybe personal. Yeah. Bad, though, isn't it, when the kids first come back and their teachers <laughs> have wheel and stuff? <laughs> just, do, just do your Zoom We'll calls. understand, just, yeah. Just do Listen, your guys, calls. you get this, right? This is yeah, like a... Right. Uh, our guy's dream. I, I love it. Well, I, I have, we were, we were talking and kind of hinting around with it. Um, Bill and I got the opportunity to go down to the Great Smoky Mountain Jeep Invasion in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. I, I, I really didn't understand the scope of how big this show is. You know. Yeah, you were saying. Uh, we, we go over to, um, what's the one in New Jersey at the, at the beach, Wildwood, uh, Wildwood, right. um, G- New, New Jersey, Jersey Jeep, Jeep invasion. invasion, great show, huge right. show, right? Twenty five hundred jeeps on the beach, right. another five hundred or so in town, right? That's one little parking lot in Pigeon yeah. Forge. It's um, estimated between fifteen and twenty thousand jeeps. The location's right for that too. You know, like people oh, yeah. come from the east coast, the west coast. I mean, it's kind of a little bit of a haul, but it's doable yep you know without having to go cross country there were utah plates yeah out there there were you know several in the southwest there were yep. illinois um michigan a ton of michigan yeah plates um but it was it was unbelievable how many jeeps and um i it started out balls hot yeah yeah, well, when I texted you, I was like, "Hey, hey, what, you know, how how is it? How are you guys doing?" Both of you replied back, like instantaneously, "Hot, hot." Yeah. <laughs> it was just yeah. one word. That's all the energy yeah. we had to put in was hot. Yeah, you know, I'm thinking, "Oh, I'll be up in the mountains of East Tennessee." Ah, oh, it'll be no. It was hot. Um, now the really cool thing about this um this show is, it, all right. So there's two factors to the show. There's the actual vendor. And show and shine and 
in typical Jeep show. Well, let's let's talk about the vendor area. Yeah. How many vendors were there? Three hundred ish. Wow. I mean, it was huge, right? They have two areas for vendors. They have an outside. I saw that, and then, then you know, right, right. PA Jeep size. Yep. yep. Vendor area yep. outside. Right. And then inside the convention center in the in the um, Leconte Center, court, right, is a full another version of that inside in the AC. Yeah. Um, it's unreal. Right. Right. So I mean, it, it's it's crazy, and you can walk between the two. You can go inside to cool down. Right. Which I did a couple times just to kind of walk and say hey to all the fr- all our friends and everything, and and um. And just gonna see who all was in there. Um, it was it was great. Yeah. Um, and then the outside, it was great because they actually had installers row where they had people installing sound systems, no other kidding. things. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. And then a lot of vendors just selling a ton of stuff. I mean, it was anything you could want, you could find. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was it was massive. Then there's a show and shine on the upper parking lot and that's where all your rigs that people want to show off and everything you walk through that and you can see everything under the sun for that right i mean every kind of imaginable i saw so my favorite was from the show and shine yeah because i was watching you know everybody's posts and stuff the half clean half dirty jeep so that was that was actually parked right outside the leconte center and it was it, it troy took me over to show me it it, you know, it's a it's a beautifully built TJ, beautifully built. I mean, it was awesome, but half of it looked like it was the cleanest, most polished Jeep you've ever seen. Yeah, and right down the middle of everything, including the engine bay, yeah, everything. One side was mud, but they had d- d- done drawing and art, and it was like spot on, spot on. It was so freaking cool because. Don't get me wrong. Like, I can look at Jeeps all day long, but know, Jeeps right? start to look like Jeeps, you know, unless yeah, you get yeah. to something rare like an FC or, you know, yeah. a, a unique build. But that, that was creative and that was really freaking cool. Like, you know, whoever did that. I'm going to see if I can pull that up for the folks. Uh, it was just, just so cool. The art on it. I was like, how do you, I mean, to do that in mud. Yeah. It takes probably a thought process like what tools do you use to do that so you get the nice yeah. sharp edges like they had not you know that was... I, there's some witchcraft involved no shit with, absolutely with that. i mean yeah. it's yeah that's not the way things are supposed to be done and um i'm gonna see if i can pull that up i you have to do all kinds of voodoo with this as well to to get um a photo into our our production software um, but yeah, it was, it was really killer on how that was, was done. Oh, here we go. Let's see. If I we're... think almost every big name was there. They had, um, All right, I've got it up on the, up on the screen for everybody. Yeah, and... there it is. I mean, seriously, look at that on the side of the, I mean, that's it... incredible. I, I, they had to have had some kind of vinyl decal or something. It wasn't Under, anything over top, right? It was actually drawn into the That mud. was drawn. You, you go up to it, you see the window through the, where, you know, and, and the body. I mean, look at the tire, the detail in the tires. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. So that was my favorite. That's out of the pictures I saw that just, I don't know. I just, just something different, you know, and, yep. and a lot of work went into just getting it ready for the show, not just the build. And I, I'm curious, I w- if, the, if the dude that owns it w- had been around. I was going to ask him, is this, um, is this something that he keeps like this? But this is done exactly for this event. Right. Right. Yeah. It, it, would, and, it would be no good. I mean, it would be cool at other shows, at other shows but, but, but not. No. Yeah. I mean, are you sure that wasn't a decal? Because look at the great part of it. Like, it was up over the, the lower window. Yeah. No, it's, it's the way it, it was mud. I mean, you walk That's up crazy. and you could push it away. When it started raining, which it did, they pulled out a tent and covered it so that it wouldn't wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't run off. Yeah. So it it's for real. That's that is mud. insane. Yeah. It, it was, I hate mud, but I would take my shit out and get it all <laughs> fucked up just to have this guy, whoever <laughs> whoever he is. Yep. Yeah. It, it was very very cool. Um. I you're right. That that was actually my 
Second favorite, I think. Yeah. What was your favorite? Um, well, you know, there's everything out there. And there was a Jeep. It was big green. I don't even remember the name of it, but it was at Quaker Steak and Lube. I, one of them. I know what you're talking about. And he literally drove up backwards up this wall yeah. with this thing. And I mean, I, I yeah, it was like stick. it was like electric green. Yeah, yeah. With yeah, like yeah. a blue teal or pur- purplish blue I, in it. And, and I know which one you're talking about. Full roll cage yeah. everywhere. My head came at my nose to the half door. Really? I mean, this thing was huge. Yeah. I, I don't, 43s maybe? Yeah, I think they were on swampers or uh, something it was, like that. They it, were like 18 inch wide swampers. It, it, was, it was huge. It was, it was, next step was up good. is Munster Truck. My friend Troy, because he, he showed me Godzilla. this. It's Godzilla. Yeah. Is the name of the Jeep. Yeah. And it, it was ridiculous. You know, it, it's it's funny because I, I always feel good about my Jeep when I'm driving in the <laughs> parking lot. And I know, go, man, right, that looks right, cool, right, man. right. Yeah, you've got the best Jeep ever. And I get there to, to shows like that and I go, God, I drive a fucking piece of shit. How about it? It's like, so I hate small. hanging out with my friends. Like, all my friends have bigger Jeeps, you know. <laughs> I know, right? You know, I always end up parking away from them. Yeah, I mean, 39s, 40s. At least, like, yeah. yeah. Anymore, I'm like, ah, I'm going to do 37s and pussy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> While they're standing next to 43s, you know. and I got and, 35s uh, and I can't even crawl into the damn yeah, thing. And, yeah, I know. Oh, man. All right. So so that is one element of it is the show and shine um, vendor area that happens between 9 and 5, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Right. I love that it's a three-day event. By Saturday, you can be sleep in. I mean, by Sunday, you can sleep in and pull out. You're yeah. ready to go. All right. 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 Um, but Wednesday evening, Thursday evening, Friday evening, and Saturday evening, there's all after parties at different various locations. And they actually publish this on their website. Um, you know, one night might be the Hard Rock. One night might be Quaker Steak and Lube, you know, the wing place. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a place to go gather. Mm-hmm. And, and So what was the vibe? Did you go to any of these? I, I went to one of them. Um, Friday night. Okay. And, you know, it's real cool. It's, it's, it's just like any other parking lot event, okay. right? People might be, have done stupid shit to park their Jeep, you know, like 14 of them stacked. Right, on right. Top Tire of each stacking. Other, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, one might have brought a Corvette to slide under his Jeep. And, uh, but, you know, but overall, it's just people standing around talking about Jeeps and going, oh, man, that's a cool build. Uh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, it, that's cool in itself. Yeah. That is cool. And then while all that's going on, the strip is used. I mean, it's, you know, what, maybe two and a half, three miles long. Right. And it's three lanes on one side, Drag three racing. lanes, a quarter, a quarter of a mile apart. And, and they literally, you just drive around in that loop. Hey, cruise. And cruise. You're going, you know, five miles an hour on the outside lane and yep. there's people park their Jeep in the parking lots right alongside and throw out ducks and get ducks okay, and hold up signs and applaud and wave. And I mean, it's just a lot of like camaraderie out there. You know, half, half the people are doing the loop and the other right, half right. of the people are. So it's pretty chill. This side. isn't like the one, like the, the off-road thing. Like the Jeep show in Texas, like it's no, way no. out of hand. Yeah. And it's been shut down. Right. So that, the one in Texas isn't specifically a Jeep show. It's a four by four show. Okay. Um, but no, as a matter of fact, so Hot Rod Nation or the Rod Run is in two or three weeks. Right. And they usually have multiple arrests that go on. Right, right. And, it, you know, it, it's the same idea. You know why we don't get arrested, right? Because <laughs> our Jeeps aren't that fast. Right. They're, we're not going anywhere. So we're Although that's not true anymore with all these LS swaps and Hemi swaps. That's true. Um, but they, I was talking to um, people on the commission for Pigeon Forge. Right. There's zero necessary arrests and stuff that happen that's on, cool. from the Jeepers. He, yeah, I mean, the, the, those crowds, That I mean, that's not really my thing. Um, but But I'm glad to hear that the vibe's good you know what i mean yeah, yeah. that people are decent and they're respectful of you know the people's property out there and, and it's not getting out of that you know and there's always that one guy that's me right um that's why i don't go it was one dude that had probably the loudest air horn i've ever oh, no, i've ever heard in my entire life yeah. no it so it makes that air horn sound like it didn't exist like it was muffled um it i 
I jumped. See, I that's what drives it. See, so I don't have the patience for that. Unfortunately, yeah. uh, sorry to all our listeners, but I would have went over and probably tore it off the rig and wrapped it around it. Yeah, you know, it's probably mounted underneath it somewhere. But with zip ties, I yeah, would have tore it off. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely is put yeah. on with zip ties. Yeah. There's no right, doubt about right. it. Um, but it was a lot. I was in a vehicle and it made me jump. Yeah. So it. Um, what else? Oh, and um, Cade Co- Cade's Cove Outfitters. Yep. Which yeah, you had, look. You had recommended me going to, yeah. and you got all stickers over. all yeah. over there. Um, you went on in the off season. Off. Yep. And love the place. Yep. I go. During the height, <laughs> of what pain. was the, what was the line like to get in the building? So Troy, Troy and I, um, you know, because my Jeep was parked in the Armor Light booth, right? Um, which in a minute I'm going to shout out to the Armor Light guys. Um, but it was, um, I hopped in his rig, which he's got a great Chief build right, yep. um, on a three and a half inch lift with thirty fives, and you know, I I love his Jeep. We went up, and you know, it's a thirty minute drive out there yeah. right beautiful winding country mountain road about a mile away from the place you're in a parking lot going no miles an hour yeah while yeah. everybody parks yep. and then when somebody finally leaves yeah another somebody else Jeep jumps in yeah, take, yeah, yeah. takes that like spot waiting in line so it truly is waiting in line for about a mile right uh, which took us about 40 minutes yep um and then we get in and park and go, and again, it's balls hot. Right. Um, we go in, and man, it's it's a cool place. Tons of apparel, you know, t-shirts, stickers, every kind of decal you could imagine. And then they have um, the upper room, which is all parts distrib- distribution, right. you know, Rugged Ridge or whatever, um, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. stuff up there. Uh, I I don't need that. But that is cool to walk through and see, you know, the lighting mm-hmm. that they have and everything. Mm-hmm. And it, the the parts area was like 50 degrees. It was really cold. Everything else in there was about 112. Yeah. And there was about 6,000 people in the yeah. building. Yeah. Um, so it was no fun. Do you imagine the money they did? The amount oh of business they must have done? They probably paid Crazy. for that place for like. An entire year. Uh, I'm sure. On that one week. The the guy who runs it um, kind of was doing a Barker system where he was telling people what to do and taking their hangers and yeah. you know giving advice. Only one person stay in line. Yeah. You know, he'd give well, me he was hanger. he was going to come on a podcast at one time. We've yeah, we've, we've talked, we've to, talked him. to him. Right, right. We need to get him on. We do need to get him on because Cade's Cove is like a landmark. It it really is, and um, I really I enjoyed him. Yeah, and he completely turned my thought of the whole thing around yeah because i was kind of uh no nah, he's it. cool it's not your typical come and get swag and spend money it's yeah. got it's got some it, a little bit of jeep magic to it. It, it, it i agreed yeah but when i walked in and you literally chest to chest with people yeah it's tough. and it's 110 degrees yeah. um but it, it, it that was killer and i everyone everyone should go to cage cove outfitter uh, at least once. I agree. Um, I agree. And Tale of the Dragons, right there. It's right there. And it sounds stupid, but Tale of the Dragons fun in a Jeep. Oh, I mean, that's it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, throw the top down, and and you don't have to do a hundred and ten down Tale of the Dragon. You're not gonna. <laughs> not well, in a Jeep. Sport bike. You're not in a Jeep. No, definitely not. Um, but that was a that was the problem with that mountain road getting to Cade's Cove is that would have been a fun drive. If it wasn't for the traffic. If it wasn't for the traffic. Yeah. There was a ton of traffic. And I want to go that. down and do Tale of the Dragon again. That was another yep. road. Like, I just love driving that road. There's so much history on it. I want to do Wind Rock, you know. So, yep. I don't know. Maybe we can get them to move up <laughs> Great Smoky Mountain like a week. Move, move it forward. Though. Yeah. I, well, they've actually got the dates for the next 10 years. Well, they can change them. Well, just, <laughs> right. You know, we'll we'll make that right. happen. The mayor, um, who is a fraternity brother of mine, David, yeah. um, actually proclaimed that that Saturday was official. Kevin and um, and Justin Day in Pigeon Forge, like full proclamation That's seal funny. and yeah, everything yeah, yeah. for the guys who put that together. Wow. So you know, kudos to them. Yep. It was a perfectly run show. Yep. And, you know, the vendors, every vendor I, I talked to had a great time. It was, you know, no, no sour eggs anywhere. Everybody was, mm-hmm. was great. So. How long have they been doing that? It's, it's been, the 10th annual. 
Is it? So it's only 10 years old. Okay. Um, which is amazing. It grew that, that much. It grew that much. The first one had 100 Jeeps. Wow. And now 15 to 20,000 wow. Jeeps. Um, I want to take this opportunity right now to thank our friends at ArmorLite. They came through in a big way. They, they always do. Um, they borrowed my Jeep for the show. Right. So my Jeep sat in the booth. Got tons of attention. You know, tons of attention. And um, How many times did they get COVID? I'd, yeah, I've, I've, I've already given it two vaxes and a boost since, I, <laughs> since I've been home. Um, but they, friends of the podcast, in the biggest way, they took care of me while I was there yep. to make sure I had a good time and I was housed and fed and yep. they, they took good care of me. So I'll, my trip down there was sponsored by Armalite. And I appreciate Dave, Kel, and Graham yep. for everything they did. Well, they take care of us. They're awesome people. It's an awesome product and awesome business. Yeah. We always said we wouldn't do business with anything less. And and, and that holds true. Were, yeah. And they, they're they the first ones that came to the table and we're still with them. And, and uh, thank God they're still with us and we're yep. lucky to have them. We, we are very lucky to have them. Um, their show discount is 10% off. Our listeners get 10% off all the time. They don't have to go to a show. No. And that's that, that 10% off those systems is a good chunk of change. That's a good chunk of change. Yep. Um, all you have to do is use the discount code Jeep life podcast 10. And earlier, Jason talked about, they're coming out with the TJ pre-sale started last week for orders for the TJ. I would expect so many people around Thanksgiving that that that'll roll out. Yep. So the same same flooring will work for TJs and LJs. Right. Which is great. Right. Um but yeah. Killer stuff. Killer yep. stuff. Um I our thanks to Armalite. I I know that we talk about them a lot. Yeah. I haven't been well, I haven't hung out with them since last since uh the last New Jersey Jeep invasion. Not right. this year, past year and, and but they were they were a good time. Nice guys. Wonderful, people. super knowledgeable yep. about the product, and and I learned a lot about it, and uh, you know, absolutely took care of us that weekend. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, they always take care of us, right? They kind of went above and beyond what I even right, expected right. from from this. So, yeah. thanks, um, Dave, Kell, and and Graham. Yeah. Um, not to mention the product. Yeah, Have we talked about the product lately. Uh, we haven't talked about it lately. Mm-hmm. Oh well, they, this this summer. They released the whole full rear which you got. system, yeah. which I have installed in my in my Jeep so that people can see it. Um, wheel covers that look great. I mean, yeah. they just look fantastic. Yeah. Um, and then there's um, seat backs. Yeah. That, Did that you cover. put them on? I yet? haven't co- put them on because I have seat covers right on mine, and I think I'm going to do it. But I'll just drill through my seat covers and put them on the back of yeah, that. You could do that. Because I'd rather not. Right. I, I like my on. seat covers, right, right? And I would like for them to or be seen. put them put them under the seat covers, just and you know. just because. Yeah, I mean, maybe if you take the seat covers off, or or maybe we'll just put them on the back of your your seats. Oh, yeah, that. we can do that. Let's do that because yeah. I have the I have the thing on the back for mine too that you gave. Yeah, yeah, they gave us. So we'll we'll do we'll yeah. do that. We'll put that'd it up. be good because I'm tired of cleaning up dog hair. And if you have a dog, Armor Light is a no-brainer. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's like a Venturi effect. You open up the drain plugs and just drive down the road. You just watch the dog hair. It sucks <laughs> so out the... You're right, right out. Right. Or, you know, if you're standing still, just use a leaf blower. Yeah. And it'll blow it right out. Well, I get... We got students back, so I can't wait to show them how you wash out the inside of a Jeep with Armor Light. I know. That's that's fun, right? Yeah. That's fun. Ooh, all right. Um, that right. I'm not going to talk anymore about Great Smoky Mountain Jeep Invasion, other than the fact that you guarantee that the Jeep Life podcast will be there in full form next year. All right. Guaranteed. All right. That is a demand from the boss. I, I talked to him today. And yeah, I heard he made an executive decision. He made an executive decision. We're All there. Right. All right. So plan your, plan your dates accordingly. Use your sick time wisely. Yeah. <laughs> Personal days are ready <laughs> for right. next year. Um, yeah. All right. We got some events coming up. We just finished that event, but we got some other events coming up. We were just talking about the trail ride. Yep. So uh, September 17th is the our club, Jeep Enthusiasts of Eastern PA. They're doing their fall trail ride, which is a huge event for us. Um, we 
we I don't know what we have signed up, but I think we're packed. Like from what I've yeah. been seeing online. I think there's some on my, there's some open spots What are you doing, green and blues? No, just blues. Just blues? Just blues. Okay. Um, I don't know what Neil's doing. Is Neil doing greens? Because I said tail gun for, I don't know. I'm just going to hang out. Flip over to mine. Yeah. And I'm going to, I'm going to hang out and and wherever I'm needed, I'm going to go and just have fun. And it's always a great weekend. Oh, it's awesome. Because then we, we all get to to hang out. Yep. 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 So, and then the 18th. Is a big deal for us at the fifty fifty tread lightly quadratech trail cleanup. Yep. So Scott Ammerman's gonna be there. And representing Tread, tread lightly. lightly. He's he's yep. like the liaison now for the East Coast yep. nearly. Um and and killing it nonetheless. I mean yes. he's been he's been doing pro I think he said he's done twenty five projects already this year or something like that. And, and I'm sorry, Scott, if I misquoted that, but it's like twice what they expected him yep. to get done. Yep. Um so he's gonna be up there and we're going to do some trail cleanup stuff and he's got it all organized and figured out. I'm going to spend the day unless they absolutely die or need me. I'm going to spend the day grabbing some content because I think this is something that's really important. I'm going to put a video together on behalf of, um, you know, go Fox adventures, yep. uh, tread lightly and ourselves, you know, just, just oh, that'd be throw awesome. it on YouTube yeah, just so awesome. people understand what's going on, you know, that'd be and huge. what our responsibility is to this hobby. Yeah, and that's such a great weekend, and um, we're going to be camping out there. Yep, yep. Um, so, welcome to come hang out with us. And, yep, and you know, bring adult beverages if you need to. Yeah, kind of thing. It's yeah, it's it's we're there at AOA camp. Uh, what do they call it? Trailhead Campground? Yep. Trailhead, and yep. Uh, we'll be there Friday night and Saturday morning. We're up early wheeling, but back there again Saturday night. And yep. Yeah, we always have a good time. It's always a really, really, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it'll be a good time. And we were lucky enough to be selected by Quadratech and Tread Lightly yep. for one of their 50 for 50 projects. I think it's awesome. It's, it's great. You have, don't you have the stick? No. Um, you don't have. No, I don't do have, have a 50 50. I do know. No, I'll get us some. Um, I'm just stickers have eluded me lately. I need, I need. Sticker? Stickers. Yeah, I know. And I don't I, know where to put them because I, I want to put them on my tailgate, but I don't want to because yeah. I want to put a table on it. Yeah. Well, I'm going to put, I'm going to get a table, mount it over the stickers I have, and then put stickers Ooh. all over the table. Actually, that's a good idea. Yeah. You heard it here, folks. First, folks. You're so creative. <laughs> I was thinking about just sticker blasting the back of my Jeep, period. Yeah. One uh, side to the other on uh, the outside. Don't do that, please. <laughs> don't do that. Um, Genesis, this isn't on yours. I just filled it in. Right. Um, they're doing their second annual show and shine on the 24th. So then following weekend. Okay. Um, where's that at? Give me a second. Um, I'm pulling it up. While you're doing that, I'm going to do the next one. Food and fire tap house, a tap house and barbecue mute music. Um, I don't, it's. Music PA. M O O S I C P A. I don't know where that's at. I don't either. Um, but I will have a link to it in the show notes. Okay. But it um they're gonna have vendors, they're gonna have show and shine, they're gonna give prizes out um in categories. Might be a good one to run the kids up to. It might it might be, um, depending on where the hell music is. It's um, Jerry, um, Jason have all said it's n- around Scranton, PA, north of Wilkesbury, and I just got a text that it's by Scranton. That's not too bad. I mean, that's two hours north of us. Yeah, it's not too bad. North of Wilkesbury, never mind. Yeah, that's <laughs> two three hours. Yeah, it's it's worth it's yeah. worth. All right, I may be in for that. Yeah. Everybody knows where music is. Except for, are we saying that even right? <laughs> I was getting ready to say, are we saying it even right? Right. Um, but they, they reached out to us, I mean, literally 48 hours ago. And so I'm just getting details as we go. So I'll get that all in the show notes. Terry, you are the Gandalf of Quadratech. That's a freaking Oh, uh, dude, we just, we just got a new nickname for you. <laughs> Come on, let's go wheeling Gandalf. Oh, I love it. That's I love great. it. One hour, 15 minute drive for me. 
to AOA. Do you live, Jerry? Are you living? Do you live in Moosic? Oh no, he's in Scranton. Scranton area, yeah. All right. All right. What's next? So uh, October first, fall New Jersey Jeep invasion, Ocean City, New Jersey. We done that. Well, you guys did it last year. I couldn't yep. make it. But yep. We'll probably do it again this year. I need yeah. to talk to Jamie. Yeah, that's a, that is details. a good show. It it is, and it's in Ocean City this year, so it's going to be on the boardwalk. Yeah, so that's um, a little more tolerable for me because it's it's not as many people. Yep, yeah, it's a smaller show than right. than like Wildwood, but right. it, it's still you know it's a good end of the season. Um, we did it the first year, um, two years ago. You know, I have a personality disorder, right? It's called a short temper. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was the, it was the birth of 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 monkey monkey butler. <laughs> monkey butler, yeah, when it yeah um, scurried down the balconies, yeah. Um, but you know, it was a good opportunity for us to just go chill out at the boardwalk and then feel like we had to be there. At, oh my God, in the morning, um, it was romantic with us. It, yeah, it was we good. sat at the beach, like not yeah. on the beach, but right at the beach. Yeah, holding and we hands just and watched the sunset oh, and talked about our, you know, our life. dreams. Yeah, our dreams and <laughs> the ones that were crushed as right. we as right. we grew older. Right. So. Um, we, we have found out that music is the correct pronunciation. Oh, we did it right, we huh? Did fi- we did find out that that's... That's the first time <laughs> that Jeep Life has ever pronounced something correctly. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I check out um, the Fall New Jersey Jeep Invasion. Um, check out the website yeah. if they still have tickets available. It's a good one. It really is, honestly. It's uh, well done, and not a ton of people. Yeah. Also... Um, the same day. Same day, October 1st, Creekside Farm Glow, East Berlin, PA, Jeremy Rowe is playing. Yes. Just Jeremy Rowe. He's not bringing the whole band. Right, right. It's just Jeremy Rowe. It's going to be, I think, an acoustic set. Right. Um, It's at a farm. I think they're raising money for farms in the area. Right. Um, I don't know a lot about it. I got a, a flyer from them. They sent that to me, and I told them I'd put it on our... Oh yeah, he's a cool dude. Whatever we can do, and yeah. if I am not, if I can't make it to the weekend for Fall Deep Invasion, then I probably may run up for East Berlin. Yeah, I feel like you know maybe I could support him a little bit. He's he's cool. He's a cool dude. Real cool dude. All right, so uh, October seventh through the ninth, Bantam Trail Fest twenty twenty two. I just talked to one of the people on their board about us being up there, oh, so yeah. we have an invitation to be there as well. Nice. Yep. They have some space for us. Oh, nice. Should have probably wrote that person's down. Was it male, female? Uh, both. So it was his wife and him. Oh. And right. he was, I met him at the Overlanding. Oh, cool. Mid-Atlantic cool. Overlanding Festival. All right. Yeah. yeah. Good people that run that. Um, Bantam? Bantam, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, it, well, first of all, everybody at the Overlanding Festival was banging. They were, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, super nice. And, and, uh, you know, I started talking about the podcast cause he was there, um, you know, wondering if, if they could get some representation for somebody, you know, from some of the other vendors. And I started talking about the podcast and they were stoked and he did, I mean, they knew who we were. Yeah. So. That's cool. Yeah. 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 So October 22nd, boo at the zoo, creepy GP at Cape May zoo. That's fun. Didn't now you guys did that. We right? did that. You and yeah. yeah. I left early. Yep. Yeah. And then Bill and I went over, and it, I mean, we, because you get free admission to the zoo. I mean, it's a great little I zoo. I may take the family and, for that. And you get to see the monkeys doing monkey I love, butler shit. I love monkeys. And, the only thing I like better than monkeys are capybaras. Giant. Well, and they've got capybaras too, I think. Oh, yeah. I want yeah. one. You can have them in PA. They're legal. Can you really? 120 yeah. pound guinea pig. Who the hell would not want a 120 pound guinea pig? Uh, <laughs> right? I mean, my dog on one side, guinea pig on the other. Done. Life couldn't get any better than that. Um, but everybody dresses up their their jeeps and they give up contests for best decorated yeah. Halloween themed jeeps. Yeah, it's fun. I'm in. I like. Oh, I've I've picked up a couple more events this weekend that I haven't put on here yet, but I will. Okay. Sorry, sorry everybody. Um, but in a whirlwind. Uh, earlier today, I was looking for the cards for them, and couldn't oh i take a pic i i took pictures of them so there now you go. i have the information yeah. i'll put them i'll put it in the show notes don't you hate that i'm constantly trying to store data places and i can't remember where i i, I smartly 
said, I'll never remember where this card goes. And I well, took I'll a picture, picture of it. And then you forgot you took a picture. Forget, yeah. yeah, I know. I've been. God, I'm a dumbass. Like, All right, which brings us to our main topic. And I, I feel like if, 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 if we need to, we can cut this in half. I because don't think there's that much. I kind of right. did my best to um, abbreviate this. Perfect. Uh, abbreviate away. All right. So break upgrades. Last week we talked, or two weeks ago, we talked about what breaks were, different components of them, how they worked. Um, and this week, this is all about break upgrades and performance. So um, the biggest thing that we as Jeep owners run into is lack of brake performance and brake fade. Um, the, the biggest thing, and I'll abbreviate this section of my notes, and, and I'll put these notes in, in the uh, Patreon this week. Um, so when you go out and you buy a Jeep right. off the, the showroom, right. the engineers have done an amazing job for building brakes for that vehicle and that and weight. Some manufacturers do a better job of it than others. I'll have to, I have to be honest with you. Chrysler Corporation has never been a brake company. They they're a little chintzy, but it's designed for it's, that it's weight. It's rated for that vehicle, yep. that GVWR, and that's it. And then we instantly drive it off the showroom floor and, and we fuck put with it. 800 pounds on it. Yeah. So Here's the thing that I came across, and this is this is one of the biggest things is um, what what impairs our brake performance is putting bigger tires on because it changes rotational mass. You've heard of us talk about rotational mass in the beginning, so I did some homework. Um, the factory wheels on a JLUR weigh in at about seventy five pounds on average. Yep. Depending on what package you get. Yep. Some are a little higher, some are a little lower, but I use thirty five as an average. Thirty five inch BFG KM twos weigh in at sixty six pounds and a B seventeen by nine wheel weighs in at thirty four pounds. That puts you at one hundred pounds. That is twenty five percent heavier than that than than what was on that. Right. Now I went ahead and I found um I found on a website called Swede Speed that I've I've been on years ago. Years ago, I was in the Volvos and Sobs, and um, for a short stint until I owned one and realized that that was ridiculous. Um, but Swede Speed's got a lot of very talented people on on their forums and stuff. I found a formula to figure out horsepower loss based on weight gain, rotational mass gain. Yeah, okay. And then I was able to flip that formula so that I could figure out how much brake loss we lose oh, going from a yeah. 32-ish, 33-ish tire, a 75-pound tire, to a 35-pound tire, yep. or 35-inch tall tire. You're losing, right off the bat, 10% of your brakes. Now, that doesn't sound like a whole lot, but now yep. add in, you know, steel bumpers. Yep. Add in, you know, uh, gas tank skid, engine skid, transmission skid winch now we're even up in that to 15 percent. now think about this doesn't sound like a lot but it'll take you about 100 feet to slow down from 65 miles an hour yeah now you're down to 85 now you're you're over that 15 feet yeah you're at 115 feet so you've just hit the back of another car yep okay so so that's really why and and i'm running a very heavy set of 35 i'm probably at the top i use that a heavy wheel on here my beasts are ridiculously heavy yes uh so are the nittos I can feel it. I've had the panic stop already, and I can feel the brake fade. You'll actually feel the brakes just slowly get you, the, the the performance will go away, like yeah. as a brake as you're coming to a stop. Um, you get it's called brake fade. So how can we fix it? There's a couple ways that we can do this. Um, ultimately, the easiest, cheapest way to do this is by the brake materials we put on the vehicle. So power stop, and I kind of did this by different manufacturers and, and what their what your options are. Yep. But um, power stop offers a rotor and pad kit, same size rotor, um, but it is a vented, um, which the factory is. Yep. But it's cross drilled and slotted, which increases the cooling capacity. And they have a different compound uh, brake material. The between the two of them offers you twenty percent better coefficient. So you're probably right back to stock brake performance with power stops, rotor. If you did a rotor 
and front and rear brake kit right. all the way around. Right. Um, I did their big brake kit. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah. So mine's a little bit larger. Right. Um, uses the factory caliper though. Still uses the fa- right. factory caliper. Right. Um, but the materials are a little bit thicker, and it's their upgraded carbonite. Yeah, it's, it's pads. Right. Right. So. And we're going to talk about pads for a little bit because I firmly believe that's the easiest way to to gain brake performance. It's the cheapest way. 100%. It's not the best, but it's, it's, it's a quick, easy upgrade yep. that will improve braking. So there are four major types of brake pads. We have low metallic and AO. Um, we have semi-metallic, ceramic, and non-asbestos organic. Um, semi-metallic is what we find on most of the vehicles. But semi-metallic ranges in performance, depending on the percentage of, of metallic material that's in there um, and what they use. So um, some semi-metallic pads will have copper in them. Mm. Copper dissipates heat really well. Yes. Um, and that's what, like, uh, Power Stop does. They have a lot of copper in their pads. Like, you'll look at them and you actually see the copper flakes. Right, 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 right. Like um, sometimes they use things like steel wool. The cheaper ones, um, believe it or not, it's like a, like a steel wool that they'll put in them, uh, wire, things like that. But a good semi-metallic will use copper, and that is the best all-around brake. Now, the best performing brake um, is the ceramic. Uh, and it's composed of ceramic fibers, similar type materials. They are uh, the best option for performance. They emit low brake dust. Um, and really, they're really good because they dissipate heat so well. Heat right. is the number one. That's what creates brake heat. Well, the, the space shuttle, the entire bottom layer of it right. was ceramic tile. Right. For right. coming, for re-entering. For re-entering. Right. To right. get that heat away yep. from the... Yep. Right. So the problem, though, for most people is ceramic pads need to hit a certain temperature to operate. To, to perform op mm. most of us aren't going to do that like you got to be on a racetrack or an, or on, on off, yeah, right? the tail of the dragon tail of the dragon right working those brakes out and, right and most of us just don't do that enough to get the performance out right um non-asbestos organic is sort of a brake pad that came along um that kind of replaced uh asbestos brake pads it's got fiberglass, rubber, Kevlar in them. Uh, these pads, they wear the quickest. Um, and they're really optimal for daily drivers, not in extreme use. So mm. it's a good pad because, you know, it, it's not noisy. It's not, you know what I mean? It's, it's not hard on rotors. It's a softer pad. And performance is okay. Right. The last one we have is a low metallic NAO. It consists of 10 to 30% metallic material. Um, always copper and steel. This is the highest performance material. Um, but the downside to low metallic is, is that they do not work well in cold weather. So one needs to be hot ceramic. These will not like if you're up in the, the Arctic. Yeah. They won't work. They need to get some heat on them as well. It, it so. just, it's just a hard surface right. that doesn't right. unharden. Just, right. Right. You can't get them to, they need to heat up a little bit. All right. All right. So, um, really, you have the low metallic and semi-metallic, just variations of metallic brake pads, and then your ceramic, non-asbestos organic pad. Um, what you want to stick to is a semi-metallic pad. That is the best all-around performing pad, and you want to look for what the content is in them. Is it copper? Is it, you know, things, aluminum, things that will dissipate heat very quickly? Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, the uh, metallic component you know as far as percentage of of how much is in so the other option is big brake kits there are companies like bear willwood and terraflex that make a big brake kit um typically increases the rotor size the caliper piston area is larger so we'll get into that in a second um and usually we increase the pad size as well so ultimately, we're increasing a number of different things. Obviously, surface area to dissipate yep. heat, clamping force because we've got larger pistons or more of them, um, and we've got larger sur- friction area, surface area to to you know slow that vehicle down as well um, and convert more of that kinetic energy. Um, 
the most, actually, all of these companies, Bear, Willwood, and Terraflex, all use a variation of uh, two or four piston calipers. And I did some homework on this, even though, you know, like I, these are on the Escalade and, and I've uh, worked on worked on the Jeeps. I never really thought about what the purpose of having a two piston or having a single piston versus a two or four piston was. Um, but ultimately the biggest thing is it increases surface area and it also, um, increases where the brake pad, like how it's applied. Yeah. Yeah. So in a single piston, it's only applied in the middle of the brake pad. If you have two pistons, it's applied more evenly across the pad. So you don't get as much deflection on the pad, Mm. um, which was interesting. Now the downside to having a larger piston is according to Pascal's law, um, we, you know, you you have you have to move more fluid into those pistons, yep. so you have a further brake pedal travel. Um, so that's the downside. It takes a little more pressure on the pedal to do that. Um, so in that case, you can get oversized master cylinder. So that's the part that mounts up on the firewall, yep. and the master cylinder has. That's two- where all the the the. Brake, brake fluid, fluid sits lives, right on top of right? it, right? It's got a master cylinder reservoir that sits on top of it. There's two pistons in there because your brake circuit's set up into two two separate um, uh, circuits yep. in case of brake failure. And those pistons have to move fluid out to the calipers. So uh, this has bigger pistons in there, so you're moving more fluid, so you're back to your normal stroke. So like the famous one, like Eric Ammerman's Jeep has a J8, Master right, right. master cylinder on it. It's a heavier duty master cylinder and brake booster. Yep. Um, so if really you can get away with doing just a big big brake kit, and, yep. and honestly, like I've driven Scotch Jeep plenty of times, I've never really noticed. Uh, it's not enough of an of a of a difference for me to really notice it a whole lot. Um, so you're fine. Those kits are designed. They're not recommended. They're or you know, it's, there's no recommendation that you have to have the the um the the master cylinder the big big bore master yep. cylinder but um to do it right you know to be 110 percent you know that's what yep. you could do you could replace yep. that and then you're at a point where you know you've got plenty of stopping power yep. for just about a year that's it i'm done it broke me <laughs> i when when i changed my brakes out it it truly changed a lot of things I can still feel the ABS kicking in. My brakes stop almost instantly on dry surface. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they're and really... And you did power stop, right? Yeah. Power stop's a good brake. Um, I, I was blown away by it. Yep. The only thing I have now is my nose dives down. But that's not a brake issue. That is not a brake issue. No. That is force. That's geometry. Right. That's Changing on geometry. on geometry. And right. I've got a kit to take care of that. Yep. I just haven't. Put it on. It hasn't yet. been a priority. Right. Got other things going on with that, but with with stopping and and this, you know, most modern I think TJ and forward on Jeeps all have ABS. Yes, right, and that's yep. the electronic brains doing some some calculations on which wheel to. Yeah, it's, it's just to, basically watching wheel speed through the four wheels, right. and if there's a variation in wheel speed, it uses a dump valve, literally a valve that opens up and bleeds off pressure. Right at the wheels that are going faster than the wheels that are going slower. Right, and 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 that has changed. Right, I'm the sorry, the wheels stopping. that are going slower than the wheels that are going right. fast. And that has changed the way stopping occurs. Oh, 110 percent. It's a lot safer. Yep. You don't fishtail anymore. You know. Well, and, and if you, you know. get a break in a corner, like yeah. people yeah. would would slide right through a corner and off the road. Now they'll actually hold the corner while you're braking. Right. Right. No um, need to pump brakes anymore. No. ABS does it for you. It does. It does it all yeah. for you. I, breaks are important. I think it's probably one of the biggest overlooked things in Jeeps. Uh, we lift them, we put these huge tires on them, we you know we we load them up with armor, and we forget to do brake stuff. We're constantly adding weights. Yep. I eat more cheeseburgers. Yep. I get heavier, and I do nothing to stop it. Yeah. yeah. So it's. I mean, we have to. It's something that that again. I think early on in the show, we made a big deal about when you build a Jeep, there really is a right way and a wrong way to do it. And and you really need to address certain things. Like I'm at the verge now where my brakes just aren't efficient enough that I feel good enough that if I had to panic stop, you know what I mean? Like I'm right there at the edge. Yep. 
So for me, you know, before I jump into 37s, I'm going to, I want to do, you know, a number of different things, but one of them is upgrade brakes, right. either, you know, power stop yep. and rotors all the way around or big brake. So for me, I wasn't so cognizant of any failure or, you know, I, my Jeep got heavier or whatever. Right. I wasn't thinking about that, but I needed to replace my pads. Right. And my, my rotors were, were worn a bit. Right. And so I was like, at this point, I'm it's not going to, I'm not going to do the same thing no, I just it's had. it's perfect time. Right? Honestly, I'm, that's what I'm, I'm waiting gonna for. I'm going to go bigger yep. and better materials. Yep. yep. I'm, I'm at that point in my Jeep where like, I'm not just throwing parts on it, throw parts at it anymore. Yep. I'm putting parts on it because things need to be replaced and I'm going to upgrade when I replace them. Yes. So when my pads and rotors are wiped <laughs> out, I'll put them on. You know, I have a bent tie rod in the front. I'm putting some Curry stuff on it. Yep. Um, I don't have a great alignment because I don't have an adjustable track bar in the front. It's getting a JKS week you yeah. know so that i think that's you know look at it as you add weight start thinking about your brakes yep and when they've worn just from natural use yep upgrade your brake components yep. at that point yep absolutely jump in there now the downside and this just comes from my own experience the downside is slotted and cross-drilled rotors they pack with dirt yes and then they don't heal they don't they don't cool well yes so that's the only downside to them but I I haven't experienced that partly because I avoid mud. Right. And a lot of times the, the mud is what packs that. Yeah. Well, no, 110%. It's not dust and things like that. Right. It's, it's mud gets in the brake rotors and it, it dries just, up it, and, yep, it, and it packs in yep. the, the, it'll actually pack in the slotted portion in the cross drilled portion of it. Yeah. Yep. Um, Don, as always, thank you yeah. for the time and energy with this. It's, sure. For me, I learn things and, you know, I, you know, it was just for me, I want to go, I knew that I was getting bigger with my Jeep mm-hmm. and my brakes were starting. So I just shelled out the money at right, that point. Right. I didn't know why. Right. And now I know why I did that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's important to understand that. Um, but no, it, it, it's awesome. And I appreciate you doing that. Um, we're going to get out of here. I, I'm exhausted. My eyes I'm are be- burning. Yeah. I, I can fall asleep right here. Yeah. Um, but our thanks to Billy for letting us use the studio when, yeah, when he's down Good man. doing his own thing. And, um, hopefully he'll be back next week and we'll be full out with everybody. Um, our thanks to Armalite again. I appreciate it so much. And, um, I, I think it's awesome. I, I appreciate everybody came out. There were tons of people came by the Armalite booth to meet me yeah. and talk to me and just say, Hey, or, you know, friends that we already knew right, came right. by and, you know, got a hug or whatever. And I love that. Keep that coming anytime we're out. It was, Absolutely. it was good to see everybody there and I'm glad to be home. I'm glad to sleep in my own bed. Um, I, I'm glad to be going back to the office tomorrow. You know, that, all those it's things. It's fun to go and be out, but it's nice to come home too. It, it's nice to have a, a an anchor to kind of kind of pull you back, right? Yeah. Um, but anyway, I'm going to sign off here for Break It Bill out in Tennessee and all the guys at Flex Rocks and Rollover, Marvin and Holly, and all the gang out there. Um, Doctor Don doing his thing. Jeep and Jerry. Here's a big Jeep wave to you, everybody. Have a good night.